Why does dating suck? Probably because you get two strangers making judgment calls about each other. So instead of insisting you have the ability to read people, just sit down and listen to them over a nice hot meal. It doesn't need to be a psychoanalysis. It can just be dinner. Now here are your hosts, the all-knowing dating experts of the It's Just Dinner podcast. Tom Robinson and Bob Walls. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the It's Just Dinner podcast, where we're changing the dating culture one episode at a time. I'm your host, Tom Robinson, and sitting right next to me, Tom, sitting next to me again so this well. week. You say it so well I every t- time. The intro is just phenomenal. It's getting better and better. Yes, it is. Well, you recognize that voice as my co-host, Bob Walls. Glad to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Well, we got a lot of guests here in the house. Today. Well, I thought I'd, first of all, again, on our electronics board. Yes. We have her back. You can't see her on camera, but Sophia's yes. back with us. Sophia's got great, does she have great glasses? I mean, those every are, week, those every good. week she yes. has, <laughs> she, they're not glasses. a sponsor of ours, but she gets them from Zinni online <laughs> <laughs> and they're not very expensive, 25 bucks a pair and they look great. Don't they look great? <laughs> yeah. So if they well, want to sponsor us, Zinni wants to sponsor us. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're ready. So, well, welcome Sophia. Thanks. It's nice to have you back because I could not do that board last week. I messed it all up. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have guests with us. Yes. We have a lot of guests with us. I don't think we've had this many guests. We on, have. It's been a show. long time yeah. ago that we've had this many guests. Yes. But we have four young people, students here at Brigham Young University, and I would love for you to introduce yourself. Now, you are on camera, so smile for the camera. So <laughs> go ahead, introduce, tell everybody who you are. Um, my name is Augustine, Augustine Tambe. I'm from Austin, Texas. My parents are originally from Cameroon in West Africa. Wow, and very cool. Yeah, study bioinformatics here at BYU. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Floor. I'm from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, my well, my family is originally from Puerto Rico, and I'm studying elementary education here at BYU. Very good. Very cool. My name is Dana Neal. I'm originally from New York City, but my parents are from Jamaica, and I am studying neuroscience. Wow, smart people, Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allie. My name is Alexandria Bird, but I usually go by Allie or Lex or Lil Bird. <laughs> Any of those. Uh, I'm studying exercise and wellness. My parents are originally from Memphis and Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm from Michigan mostly. And yeah, that's. And you lived in Hawaii. It. Yeah, only for about six months. Okay. I don't remember anything. It was the best six months of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm jealous. I was I was a newborn baby. So, so Hawaii, <laughs> Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Cameroon. Wow. Why, why did you ever leave those places? I mean, those are like... Those are like <laughs> tropical paradise. Destinations. It's like well, you can blame your parents for that. They <laughs> <laughs> just drug you along. I don't have a along. choice in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, you guys. We're so excited to have you here. Yeah. This is really fun. Now, we invited these guys here mm-hmm. because we thought it would be interesting. We, we talk about dating all the time. Right. We talk about dating tips, dating ideas, trying to fix the dating culture as messed up it is, as it is. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it would be fun to invite some kids from a minority group to come in and talk about dating in the minority culture, and specifically here at BYU, but also in Utah, and then maybe throughout the nation. And so what we thought we'd do is just have you guys educate us and give us some information and have fun talking about dating. Mm -hmm. So how many of you are dating? Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. Would you like in relationships? Oh, unfortunately, yes. What do you mean by dating? Well, that's, that's well. Here at the It's Just Dinner podcast, we had a deep discussion about this last <laughs> week. 
We're talking about just getting out there and talking and getting to know some, getting to know someone. Uh, okay. And so, I like so in our definition, uh, uh, dating is really just an opportunity to meet someone and and see if you're compatible. And, and so that's what we're trying to do is to take the pressure off dating because in this culture here, it, many times there's pressure on the first date that this is going to be the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with, you know. Every person you date, you should look in their eyes and say, this might be the person, I, you know, that's just really bad yeah, advice. How screwed up is yeah. that? Because it puts so much pressure on people when, you know, dating doesn't lead to marriage. Dating leads to relationship development. Relationship development leads to marriage. And so we try to skip these steps from out in our culture that we go from zero to 60 in one thing. You know, we on the first date, the roommates are saying, well, how was it? Was he the one? You know, <laughs> can I be your bridesmaid? You know, and, and, and so there's, there's just way too much pressure on that. So do you find that same that thing? Does that happen to you is a it, lot, Augustine? Is, 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 do, do you Sometimes, find that it's yeah. awkward dating here? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. I feel like there's a ton of pressure nowadays to find the one or find the one yeah. that's perfect for you, even on the first date, like you yeah. said. So. Yeah. That's why we have this podcast. There you go. That's why Amen. we're here <laughs> to solve that problem. So, so why do you think? Do you, what is your reasoning? That you think? Is it well? Was it the same in Texas? Did you you find that same thing in Texas when you were growing up before you came here? Honestly, I don't think so. I think a lot of it was like the experimentation factor, right? Finding someone who you think you might like or find interest in, and finding out why you have interest in them. Right. So you're exploring them. Oh, good. While, while you're exploring them, you're exploring yourself as well. Oh, excellent. So, and, and you don't see that here. I would say I see less of it here. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, they come to BYU, especially when they hit like the age of like 20, 21, and they date with the intention of getting married yeah. instead of dating with the intention to be in a relationship and yeah. find out more about themselves. He's singing our song here. I always say, I need to bring him in every week (laughs) and talk. I'm going to just take that recording and I'm going to play it every week. It's my little intro. (laughs) It's going to be a TikTok video. Um, (laughs) Just just opinions. Floor, what what are your experiences, Floor? With dating? Well, it's just very different because when I came out here to, to Utah, it was really interesting to see that, like, everybody that you went on a date with, like, the second time you went out with them, they were like, so, like, where's your head at? Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, and I'm like, mm. Doing the DTR. Well, right now, <laughs> right now in this second, we've been on two dates. I just want to be friends. <laughs> like, So it's just really interesting, to try, like, coming from the East Coast and, like, coming over this way because, honestly, out there, like, like Augustine was saying, like it's a lot, it's a lot different. Cause, like people do go out, they have fun, they hang right. out, they get to know each other, and like here it's just like, like you were saying, like zero to sixty, like everybody just wants to get married, and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Dana. Yeah, so I'm also from the East Coast, and I kind of agree with both what Augustine and Flora said, where it's like, I don't know, specifically in New York City, I feel like there's a lot of hookup culture, which is like a whole different thing. Oh yeah, but yeah. there's mm-hmm. less. Um, it's more like exploration going on dates, just kind of having fun and hanging out and less of this like rush to get married. Like every time I go home or I've been talking to friends or family back home and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to my friend's wedding this week. And they're like, oh, like how old are they? And they're like, I'm like, oh, they're like 20. And they're like, 20 and okay. <laughs> um, so it's very much a different culture. Like it, it kind of just reiterating what they said, a lot of like exploration and having fun. Whereas here it's like, like she said, the minute you go on a date with someone, they're like, so what are you looking for? And I'm like, bro, I don't even know what I want for dinner tonight. Like, <laughs> relax, you know? <laughs> um, for me, well, honestly, I didn't really date a lot. Well, at all when I was back home in Michigan. I didn't date at all in high school. I was really cringy in high school. <laughs> and I, I, just were... e- I don't even believe that. <laughs> 
I mean, I feel like I'm still cringy now, but I mean, back in in Michigan, there just weren't a lot of options for me, at least in high school, anyways. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's just not something that I was doing. It wasn't something that had a lot of pressure either. It was just dating <coughs> is is whatever. There's also a lot of hookup culture. You know, it just wasn't as big of a deal as it is out here in Utah. So, so what is it here? What, how is it different here? Here, it's everything, I feel like. And people take it way more... They take it more seriously and then not as seriously at the same mm-hmm. time. Taking it seriously, meaning, like, you have to... Like, if you're not dating or in a relationship, then what the heck are you doing with your life? But then... When they start dating, it's like, oh, let's date for like two months and then get married. <laughs> Which I'm like, you need to take it more no seriously to get yeah. to know the person. Yeah. But at the same time, it's there's so much pressure to, now, to do. Now, my first question for all of you would be, what did you think it was going to be before you came here? Oh. You know, because this is, you know, you've got members of the LDS church here. You've got nearly 60,000 people between the ages of 18 and 30 here. What did... What was your preconceived notion? Did, did you think that dating was going to be at BYU in, in Utah? Honestly, I was told it was going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the classic bait and switch. <laughs> Yay. Okay, did you all hear that? Yeah, that's really that's really great. Well, it's great, but it's also very sad. And because sad. the inference the is it, was not, it is not it's fun. It's not fun. Yeah, and that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, so I am actually, so I'm a member of the LDS church, but I am a convert and so I didn't grow up like hearing up about BYU or I didn't know anything about like dating culture um, within the church or with like within BYU until I got here and like even before like when I had decided oh, I was going to BYU like I didn't know anything about it and so I kind of got that same thing like oh you're going to go on so many dates like it'll be so much fun and like all these things and then I got here and I was like this is fun. <laughs> they lied. I was like, I was like this, this is borderline fun. traumatic for me. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not exactly what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They lied. Yeah. Augustine. <laughs> here, come, here, here we go. Now the male version yeah. here. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a member of the LDS faith, too. Mm-hmm. And from members, like members of the LDS faith and non-members of the LDS faith, I've heard Utah is like a paradise. The dating, the, the dating paradise. The dating paradise. I heard there's tons of beautiful women out here. Very easy to choose from. You're going to have a great time. It's going to be perfect. Like, get up here. You're going to get married. You'll find the love of your life. Boom, just like that. Mm. And, of course, it hasn't been like that. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we're all here. So, you know. Well, and we, that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. so, because so that's this, not this the way it is. get down into specifics. So do you find that guys just don't ask you out? Is is that where the disconnect is? Where, where back yes, home you kind of get to know people <laughs> and they say, hey, let's go get something to eat and here that just, it doesn't happen? Yeah, I feel like, I don't know if I really had that many expectations about the dating culture in Utah. I don't know if I really, I don't know. I don't think I did. I don't, mm. I can't remember back that far. I'm kind of old. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's really like going with she this. looks I old. I felt like, oh, that was that was being sarcastic because you certainly do not look old we'll edit that part out you certainly do not look old zoom in on her (laughs) (laughs) anyways i feel like most of what i was expecting was kind of like in the movies where a guy asks you out but it's never Mm. like that it's never cute (laughs) like that (laughs) <laughs> it's always like over Snapchat or something. Mm. Or uh, I feel like you don't a, do that, do you? a lot of times in the past, I was actually the one asking guys out as well because I was mm-hmm. so like, oh, you can do that. Like the girls can do that. Like 
it's fun, it's no big deal. And so I I feel like I have a lot of confidence and I can be pretty bold. So I've actually asked out a lot of guys. Good. And how's, and how's that work? I feel like it ends poorly. I mean, <laughs> starts usually, out good, but yeah, it ends poorly. Usually, like, I'll always have success. Like, they'll always say yes and we'll go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But then it just ends in, like, oh, she likes me so much. And then I don't want to be the one chasing, you yes, know? No. So I just let it be if they don't want to return that. So a lot a lot of first awkward first dates. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. 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 Same experience the rest of you have had? Um, for me, I like pretty much had that same exact experience where I don't know if it's just like the way that I look or what, but like I I guess people don't think I'm approachable. So guys never like ask me out or anything like that. <laughs> and so I tend to ask guys a lot out a lot. And it always just kind of is that same thing where it just ends randomly or weirdly or we just like stop talking. And I'm just like, I like I don't mind showing affection and like showing interest mm-hmm. and showing love. But I also, like, I feel like I should also be getting that in return. You know, it should be, like, pretty equal. Um, And so I just feel like I don't experience that, and so I just kind of get fed up. Mm -hmm. And that's very common, so... Floor? I think, yeah, it's, like, pretty much the same. I've been here about five years now, and so it's, like, I've been asked out on, like, maybe eight dates, and I've gone mm. on five. So it's, like... <laughs> so the three that you said. Oh, and right, so right, I'm, right, like, right. and I asked somebody out once, and it ended really badly, and so I was, like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that again. Like, <laughs> So, so well, I just want you to know that this whole thing got started because I talked to a couple of senior girls at BYU who told me they never got asked out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was possible. This is the land of milk and honey. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. And so or, we, or so so we started so we started talking, and that's when this whole thing, It's Just mm-hmm. Dinner, was created. Okay, now let's talk to the man and find out while he's not asking anyone out. <laughs> <laughs> together. Wow, that's a hard. <laughs> You're, a tough You're speaking for your that's whole gender question. now. Right? <laughs> no pressure. Of course, disclaimer: this is my. I guess this is. These are my experiences, but sure. I would say it's been a challenge to really ask girls out in like a thoughtful and meaningful way, because I feel like I feel like their options are so plentiful here that I ask a girl out, like out on a date, and it's almost like if that date doesn't go good, she's just gonna hop to the next guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my date is less meaningful than a date could be or should be, if right. that makes sense. Now, is that true with the girls too? I mean, we, we hear that a lot that the guys are just, they want, you know, they go out with you, but then they want the next thing that passes around the corner. And so is that, is that true too? That <laughs> <laughs> they can't make up their minds either. I just, yeah, I feel like it's the same exact way. Like with when it comes to like girls, when we go out on dates, like, well, we put so much into the date and then like we find out the next day it was like, well, they didn't like you very much. And they're like, I'm on a date with somebody else. So it like doesn't really like, it's like the same. It I don't know. doesn't build self-esteem when that <laughs> happens, does it? No. <laughs> yeah, I very much reiterate that sentiment where it's like, I feel like in, in Provo specifically, it's a little weird because it's like, you'll go on a date with a guy one day and then like next week he's married and you're like, wait, <laughs> what happened? And you will, you should yeah. go. That's, that's, probably, wow. that's probably unique to, yeah. to this culture. Yeah, it? for sure. But it's definitely like, I, I definitely feel that same way where it's like, I go on a date with a guy once and like everyone's awkward on a first date. Like you're nervous, you're scared. You're like, oh, I don't know what to expect or whatever. So I feel like a first date, like while first impressions are important, it's, very much like, oh, you were weird on this date, so I'm not going to talk to you ever again. But it's like, give me a chance, you know? I feel like I personally try to give guys, I give guys too many chances, ask any of my friends. But, um, like, I feel like it's that same thing where 
they're like one date and they're like, mm, didn't like you and they just move on automatically, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the grass is greener on the other side. So, so right. I, if, you, if, if ideally, how would you like this to work? What, what would what would make this what you thought it was going to be before you came? Oh, good question. You before you came here, what did you think, Augustine? And how can we fix it? I'll be honest. I think the most important thing is forming that, I guess, not just a connection, but that friendship. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like when you ask someone out on a date, it doesn't have to end up in like, oh, this is a relationship. So you right? could actually ask someone to go to dinner, mm-hmm. to sit and talk, make a friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sound familiar? <laughs> I, I think Augustine, we, I think you should take my place I on think, this podcast. I think, yeah. Did you can you if, did you hear if, that voice if too? If this bio, <laughs> if this bio thing doesn't work out for you, whatever. <laughs> there might be podcasting in your you. future. Broadcasting. Did that? Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Did that? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. Continue on. So. Yeah, I think because the most important thing to me is building. Like, I, I'm not married. I haven't been in a relationship in a while. But I think the most important thing is having like a friend next to you or like having that connection that you can lean on Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of it is too superficial nowadays like we go Mm -hmm. out and then if you don't feel like oh i'm that person yet you like drop it immediately without Mm -hmm. building that connection or that friendship yeah you you don't really give the other person a chance to get to know them you know and and i think that's what a lot of people you just want to be known You, you want people to get to know you for who you really are before they Dismiss you, you, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, what about you guys all online? You guys have apps, <laughs> profiles? <laughs> deleted all of them. Not anymore. I deleted them <laughs> all? <laughs> Augustine, bad, come on. I have one. I have okay. one. I'll admit. Right. I'll admit. So you got mutual? Dana? <laughs> I have one, too. Okay. All right. And then and do you feel like you just, I mean, it, it is very superficial, right? I mean, you kind of go through and you swipe and you swipe. And you're you're basing it all on you know a small profile and, and a couple of pictures, and so and do, do you get dates off of uh, off of the dating apps? No, no. <laughs> I've only been on I think just one date from from, from a dating app. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't the best. That was mostly my fault because <laughs> I just was not I don't know it was just weird for me because I did it to get out of my comfort zone because. For me personally, I don't really like dating apps. I might get, you know, a lot of likes or whatever, but I personally can't connect with someone over a screen. I I'm attracted to not only looks but also vibes. Right. Like right. of course looks, personalities, but also vibes. I need to like interact with you a couple times just to kind of feel your vibe and see if we can vibe together. And so just on my phone over a screen I can't it's hard to do I that. Can't really do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I think Bob and I have always talked about the dating apps and we feel they're great for setting up a dinner, setting it up an opportunity to sit down and talk. And if they're used for anything else, we don't like them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> do you, do you find dates on dating apps? Uh, be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll, be honest. I'll say yes and no. Okay. I'll say yes. Kind of like Ollie was talking about. I get the likes and I get like the people there, but it's hard for me to take the next step and ask them on a date and like mm-hmm. take that risk on right, them right. when I really don't know anything about them that's, or where they're from, tough. how they talk, what they look like or what they really look like or anything like All that. Right, so. That's tough. So I actually, the one of the relationships, relationships that I have been in since moving out to Utah actually came from a dating app. Um, that one was interesting because it felt a little rushed 
and I don't think I I would want that again. It's also just because when I like talked to my parents about it, they were like, "Oh, how'd you meet?" And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Is there still like, that stigma to it? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's been a little bit better since, like, um, like the pandemic because people right. are like, well, you can really mm-hmm. only meet people online. But right. I think now that we're kind of getting back into, almost like they say, like, normal life, it's, it's a little, like, really? Like, you're still doing that? But definitely just wasn't – I feel like I didn't know the person enough when I got into a relationship with them, and that's part of the reason we ended up breaking up, um, just because we were kind of at very different places. And, like – and I feel like no matter how much you talk to someone, kind of like what Ali said, you can't really connect with someone over a screen. So like no matter how much you talk to someone over a screen, you're never gonna know them as well as you would if you talk to them in person. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And like talking about like being known, like one of my favorite quotes that I think of when it comes to like dating and relationships is to be known is to be loved. Because like knowing the little things about someone is super, super important. And I feel like that just doesn't happen over dating apps, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like Augustine said, I wanna find someone who's my best friend who is, you know, and I think if people, like, put, like, a lot more kind of – I, I want to say effort because that makes people sound like people are lazy. But if they put more into their dating apps that, like, into their profiles, I feel like it would be easier. Because, like, I don't know, me personally, I like to put a lot of my personality in there. So, like, I have, like, cute pictures of that where I look really good. But I also have pictures where I'm just normal, you know. I have, like – I call them my personality pictures where you can tell, like, kind of what I like and, like, you know, what I look like when I'm, when I'm not paying attention. Like, when the camera – when I don't know there's a camera on me, that kind of mm-hmm. vibe. Um, and if people kind of put more of that into their, into their dating apps, I feel like it would work a little bit better, but they just don't. So it that doesn't. Is, that is, that's really great advice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They should do that. So I'm going to propose a scenario here and see how you would react to this. So I, I think transparency is a really important part in relationship development. So if somebody came to you, either male or female, and they said, look, Flora, I, I've seen you before. I don't know you that really well, but I would like to get to know you better. Would you mind if we went out to eat or we went for a walk or something or we did something? And I would just like to get to know you better. Would, would you mind doing that? Would you be receptive to that approach if someone was just that transparent to say, look, you know, I'm, this is, yeah, I, I just want to get to know you better. I don't know you very well, and I would like to spend some time to get to know you. Would, would that be something that you would want to respond to? I feel like I would be freaked out by it, but <laughs> but I feel like it is a good thing. I feel like it would creep me, not creep me out, but like I would be freaked out by it just because it's not something that usually happens. Right. Because it's transparent, because it's real, then I'd be like, whoa, you know, that's kind of scary. Person's being but to think about it. then I'd have to think about it and be like, oh, wait, this is how it should be. Yeah. So. See, yeah. I, I'm kind of similar, but I think I honestly would full send. I am a, I'm a huge believer in just full send. And so I think if someone came out to me, number one, that is like my ideal. Like if that is how, like if a guy came out to me in class, was like, hey, like I saw you in class. And like I thought you looked really cool. So I want to get to know you. Like that is my ideal. Like that mm-hmm. is the story I want to tell like my wedding one day, you know, <laughs> or like that's the story I want to tell my kids one day. Like, mm-hmm. like, so I absolutely would be receptive to that. But again, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just not approachable because people don't talk to me. So <laughs> I no. can't. I don't know why. You're, you're lo- absolutely lovely. I just don't get it. I've seen almost everybody around, like almost all of us walking around on campus. So I know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> if you see what I look like with my headphones on, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's true, that's true. But I'd go out with them. Like if they asked me straight up, like, "Do you want? Like, I want to get to know you better. Let's go out. Like, it'd be fine. I'd just say yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I like." It just annoys me sometimes when, like, somebody's, like, trying to ask you out, but they confuse you, and they're like, oh, like, this is a whole group thing. Like, let's go out and, like, bring some, right. like, I'm, I, like, I had this one time happen where, like, 
he was like, oh, like, let's Saturday, like, I'm going out with some friends. Like, do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll bring some friends, too. And by the time I got there, he was like, yeah, no, like, like, because I brought, I think I brought three, three of my girlfriends. And so I got there and he was like, oh, like, you know, that's a lot of people to bring on a date. I'm like, when did this become a date? Like, I didn't realize it was a date from the beginning. Like, if you would have told me it was a date. (laughs) So, okay. So what if a girl asks you that question? I'd say yes, 100%. Because <laughs> there you go, girls. Yeah. There you go. Right. To be honest, that takes what a lot of courage and confidence for a girl to come ask a guy yeah. out for a date. Yeah. I, I applaud that, girls for now that. Now, would amazing. you ever approach a girl like that? You know, it's funny. The last date I actually went on, I approached a girl. And it was at the gym, too. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty scary situation. I feel like, especially in our day and age, it's very hard to approach girls in person. Yeah. Because well, And we've yeah. talked about that, right? Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of things connected to that. Yeah, there's so many stigmas around it, and there's so much that could go wrong. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of, like, I guess, finesse in a way mm-hmm. to do it the right way, if that makes right. sense. I, I, I see y'all laughing. I see y'all laughing. Am I, am I lying? Am I lying? It's just a funny word. <laughs> finesse. It takes a lot of agility and mm-hmm. quickness to do it the right way. Right, right. And, in, and in a, I, I would say also to be able to take the rejection as well when it happens. Right. Because rejection right. is going to happen. So. What is the right way? Can you oh. tell us? What's the right way? Tell the guys out there, what's the right way to do it? Wow, okay, this is my <laughs> personal opinion, of course, but I think, just like y'all said, being transparent, being honest and open, and then seeing what her reaction is and playing mm-hmm. off of that. Right. So if she's obviously not interested in you, then back away, walk away, let it go. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're still friends, just keep it as friends. Don't try and keep pushing. Like Don't, don't force it, don't push too hard. Right. But if she seems a little interested in you, then be transparent, be open with her and say, hey, you seem really cool. I like your vibe, I like the way you move. How about let's go grab some dinner sometime. We can get to know each other a little bit better. Right. He is so. going to be on the podcast yes, next. He, is. Well, he, <laughs> he might own the podcast. I was going to say, it sounds like it's going to be Augustine's podcast. <laughs> it's just dinner with no, Augustine. I, you know, listen, you know. listen, everyone out there. He just said it perfectly. So right. not, not that that is not. exactly what this podcast is about. I love what you said and the way you mm-hmm. said it. Can I add something else or should I wait for the camera? No, no wait for the camera. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I want this on. So. We need real-time reaction. <laughs> I believe every guy has their own individual like skills and talents, and they should cater towards that when talking to girls. Right. And you might not know it at first, and you might not even realize it at first, but I think the more you do it and the more experience you get, the better you'll get at it. And then it'll be easier to talk to girls from then on out. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Very now, cool. Now, see, we've actually done a lot of research on what you're saying there. And, ha- and the, the difficulty is a lot of people just don't have the skills, like you mentioned, to be able to do that. That's why they don't ask you out. because not, not because they're bad people. They're terrified. They are. They're, they're afraid <laughs> to get to know people because people will get to know them. And they're afraid. Of, and so a lot of us, they just don't have practice at doing it. And so this is really funny. But uh, the, the average date, average date length is 51 minutes. <laughs> now, that's before they decide they're, before but they before cut they out. Before they terminate the date. <laughs> so the average length is 51 minutes. Oh and so if in the first 26 minutes, you have to have what they term a spark. Now, I'll get back to that. If you don't have a spark in the first 26 minutes, the last 25 is just a you're just, <laughs> you're just you're thinking the whole time, how you're do just I get out of out how to get out of it? Yeah. So, so let me come back to the, the, the spark side here. And so people describe this as being different. So what, what I want to explain here is what we've determined of how you create a spark in a relationship. Number one, eye contact. And so when you're talking with people, how important is it they make eye contact with you? 
And, and so that's what leads to the really Dana so, looks like she so, has something to say so, about that. A, a lot of times, um, because of our culture, people are afraid to make eye contact. Be, because especially with women, eye contact is really important because that's how you determine trust level. The second is what we call active listening. Have you been out with somebody, all they do is talk about themselves and they don't, they, they don't listen to what you're saying? And so active listening, both male and female, is really important in that. And then um, giving compliments is really important. And then the most one that we found that creates a spark is humor. <laughs> Say something that makes the girl laugh. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> and, and so if she laughs in the first 26 minutes, there's a good chance you're going to go to the 451 and probably get a second date out of it. And, and so that's what we try to reemphasize is when you're – you're, you're having a conversation with someone, make eye contact, listen to what they're saying, and base your conversation on what their interests are, uh, give compliments that are genuine, and try to be clever and try to be funny. Now, do, do you ladies see that if you were in a conversation like that, that there might be a spark that might happen? All right, Dana, what do you think? Come on. I don't know. The eye contact one just kind of made me laugh because I detest making eye contact with people. Oh. <laughs> I, I am on the autism spectrum, and so the eye, that's why I don't like making eye contact with people. So that's not one of my personal favorites, but I think that just goes to show how different everyone is when it comes to like, right. their experience with dating. Laughing is one that is big, but the problem is I laugh at everything. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you'd, you'd be a fun date. Then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would be on like, every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I awkward laugh. Like if I'm nervous, I'll laugh. And yeah, but I do think that there are those little things that help to create that, that like spark. For me, it's okay. This is weird. I don't like making eye contact, but I appreciate when a guy attempts to make eye contact. Oh, with that's me good. Because I know that he like that's good. He's interested in you. Yeah, and then if I explain to him like, "Hey, sorry, I'm not making eye contact with you. Like, I just struggle making eye contact," and then he still like makes the effort to know that like he's listening to me and that yeah. I am listening to him. Like, I really appreciate that. So that is a really big one. And for me, the biggest one is like intellect if that makes sense because like mm -hmm. i am a very like log like i'm a neuroscience major i mm -hmm. very much like logic and science and data and facts and just like general intellect and i believe in multiple intelligences so he doesn't have to be specifically you know really smart in what i'm studying or what i'm talking about but if he is making the effort to learn or if he can tell that i'm really excited about what i'm talking about and then he decides to like and he's like well tell me more like you know talk to me like right. i will fall in love with a guy like that <laughs> <laughs> just like that fast and see yeah. my my, <laughs> my wife was attracted to me because I had a PhD. Well, that's that's why she I was just, attracted to you. She just didn't too. realize it was an advertising. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, when you told her, when you said you were a doctor, she thought, she you, thought, wow, she thought a you doctor. were a medical doctor. Okay, before you guys go, I want to talk to you about what it's like to date in a predominantly white culture. Here you are at BYU, predominantly white. Here you are in our church, predominantly white. And here you are in Utah, predominantly white. So... What is that like? How have you been able to navigate that in your time here at BYU? And what advice would you have for other kids that are here that might be facing similar issues? How are you guys? Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh my gosh, it's, See, a, loaded, it's a loaded question. Well, let's unload it for me here. So, <laughs> If you want to answer first, you, you can. go for it. Girl, I don't know. Are you sure? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think 
my oh sorry did no you? go ahead okay i think my biggest thing is just being very because it takes uh, my mom always jokes like talks to me about this whenever i complain to her about dating she says it takes a very specific kind of person outside of a culture to date um a, like a black person or a black woman mm -hmm. because our life comes with so many unique struggles like for me um that guy that i mentioned earlier that i had dated um part of the reason well he wants to get back to he wanted to get back together with me at some point and i just no, because part of the thing is that he didn't make the effort to understand the struggles that I go through every day and the things that I deal with. And he was like, I like don't want to worry about that. Like, and he said to me, and this is something I'll never forget. He said, I don't want to be with someone who's going to drag me down like emotionally. And I was like, I was like, you can support someone and be there for someone without them like yeah. dragging you down, you know. So I think my biggest advice is to just stick with what you want. Like I know what I want in a guy, and I know what I need in oh, whoever that, I'm gonna date. That's important. And I don't waver on that. Like don't settle. Like because I promise you, there is someone out there that will make that effort for you. That oh. will understand what you're going through. That will make the effort to be there and comfort you when you are struggling with things like that, great especially advice. with like racism mm -hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, great advice. Augustine, what were you going to say? <laughs> you look like you wanted to jump in. <laughs> it's hard to follow up that. I, I believe everything. I was going to say, we ought to just, after we that, ought to just leave. After. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but basically what I was going to say is honestly, just find yourself, know who you are, what you stand for, like, and who you want to be and find something that can complement that. Right. And of wow. course, keep evolving as you do that. Don't be stagnant. Don't be like, oh man, this sucks. Like, no, find, I feel like with all my dating experiences, I'll go on a date with someone or like, I'm dating in a relationship. After I leave that relationship, I find something about myself that I can change to make myself better and to make myself better for my next partner and mm -hmm. what I want in my next partner that maybe the per per person behind like didn't have, you know? We, he needs so. to be the third person of this podcast. Every time he says something, I'm like, wow. So, like, so is, is cross-cultural dating much different here than it is where you're from? Is, is, it, is it more awkward here than it is in other places? I think my personal experience, yes, just because like I, so I'm a very like politically, socially active person. I'm very mm -hmm. headstrong. I have a lot of really big ideas and goals and I'm very open about that. And I want someone whose ideas and kind of values match up with mine. And I think here it's, I wouldn't say it's hard to find that, but it's kind of hard to find out because I'm like, I don't want to bring it up and kill the vibe, but I also don't want to go on a second date with you if you like don't believe in human rights, you know? <laughs> and so I think it's kind of hard, like for me, like for example, with that boyfriend I had, I didn't talk to him about it while we were dating and then it became a problem and then we broke up and now I'm, now we can talk about it, but I'm like, it's too late, I don't wanna date you. But like, just trying to, kind of just backing off what Augustine said, it's like, I know who I am and I know what I want and every time I talk to someone or go on a date with someone, it teaches me more about myself and what I want and just finding that person who is behind you, who's backing you, who is, causing you to be a better person, but who are you are also helping to become a better person. That's great. Really a huge thing. Flora, you wanted to say something. Um, I like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't like compete with that anyways. <laughs> <laughs> with that or with what Augustine mm -hmm. said, because honestly what I was going to say was it just like comes back to like being asked on dates out here because it comes to like the norm of what people look like. Mm -hmm. And so oh, it's yeah. like when I get asked out on less dates than the, than the girl who has blonde hair and blue eyes. And because that's the norm out here. And so for me, when I got out here, it was really hard because I was like, well, back home, like I was beautiful. And like, I always like people always wanted to ask me out. And now I got here and it's like, nobody asked me right. out. So I'm like, well, is it me? And it's like, well, it's just the norm of the culture that we're in. Right. And so I think sometimes it's just, it's just hard that you have like, 
you you have certain people to like pick from, but like at the same time, those people don't want to pick from like you right. or have like. You, have you heard of the eighty twenty rule? No. This is something we've learned. You've heard of it. Yeah. Eighty percent of the people want to date twenty percent of the people, and well, so the they, other eighty percent get left out. So yeah, you know, to your point that you brought up, they've actually done research studies and they find that the the people who date the most at BYU are young, blonde, and perky. The definition of perky, I'm not quite sure. But, but young, blonde, and perky. But if you take a look at that set, they are not enjoying dating. Dating is not fun for them because they get asked on random dates by people they don't know right. because of the way they look, and it generally doesn't lead to a very good conversation because someone is picking them only based on their looks. It's not that they want to get to know them better. They fit into a certain demographic that they think they want to date, but they're not really picking that person. They're just picking a young, blonde, perky person. And so it's really kind of funny, isn't it? Because they go on a lot of dates, but they're not enjoying this because the people aren't really looking at them as an individual. They're just a stereotype. Right. So and, it just sucks for everybody. It just it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dating that's, does that's sucks. exactly <laughs> what it comes down to. It just sucks for everybody. There's but just different difficulties. Th yeah. There's di different challenges that people yeah. have. So Most definitely. You, you see that they're dating a lot, and they are, but they're not enjoying themselves. So the grass isn't always greener. No, it, 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 it's Absolutely not. not. And, and so that's why we push on this, that the most important thing is you don't know what you don't know. And until you get to know somebody, you don't, you're never going to find out if you're compatible or not. You can't just pick somebody because, you know, they're red hair and green eyes or, you know, whatever. You know, they're, they look like um, <laughs> Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. <laughs> you know, that, that would be a bad reason to date Tom. He does look like Steve I've Martin. That's funny. Steve so. <laughs> he does look like Steve Martin. <laughs> and, and, and so, it, you know, human relationship development is, it, it is complicated, but it's really not. You know, all it is, Matt, is just getting to know someone for the purpose of just the reward is getting to know them. Nothing Making more than that. Making yeah. a friend. And, and if people looked at dating more in that way, it would be enjoyable for, for everybody. Allie, what do you want to say about this? Um, I think for me, and I think I can speak for a lot of other people, not everyone, but I think a lot of the main difficulties with dating at a predominantly white institution, specifically as a black woman, um, as a woman, as like other women of color, but I guess for my experience specifically of black women, it's just hard because I feel like the black women don't usually get chosen, even though, you know, we are beautiful. Like you can be just as beautiful as the next Sally with like blonde hair and blue eyes, <laughs> but not and perky, but not get picked. Yeah, and perky. But yeah. I feel like black women don't really get chosen as much just based on our looks. Or a lot of the times, if we do, it's because of the the stigmas or the stereotypes that are put on us. Right. Like that we're I don't know spicy or because we're so over sexualized. Like oh, we have like such good bodies or whatever. Just different stereotypes mm -hmm. like that. And they can be very harmful. Yeah. And oh, so, absolutely. So a lot of times we find ourselves like going out maybe with white guys who chose us because of the stereotypes that they, they heard or because right. of the things that they have seen on the internet, things like mm -hmm. that. And so that leads to nowhere as well. And then I also feel like we also don't get chosen by other men of color as well, which can also be hard. And so whether it's like dating, if you're trying to date within your culture or race, or if you're open to dating outside of it, it's just difficult both ways. Yeah. And so I feel like 
I don't, I don't know if I have like advice. I feel like the advice would just be just know what you want and know that you don't have to settle for anything less. Right. And I can't really give any advice to like the men out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking half the time. No, neither do they. But uh-huh. I would say and, like, and if even you after want, you're married for forty years, you still want. <laughs> right. I can testify to you that. Right. But I would say if you like, if you are dating, like, be open to dating anyone, like not based on their looks but like know what you want as well and you can find that in a woman of color and a woman who's like the same race as you but don't go after someone because of the stereotypes Mm -hmm. that you've heard and like date them like a normal person but at the same time recognize that they like they are a real person they have different experiences know that they come with these experiences and you can't sugarcoat it or throw a blanket over it right. but you have to accept all mm-hmm. of it even very though sometimes it may be heavy yeah very good yeah. all right augustine what would you tell the guys out there you're the the male voice today what would you tell all the guys i mean she she makes a really good point mm-hmm. uh, they, they've all three made amazing points so mm-hmm. what would you tell the guys i'll be honest i was talking to my sister about this my younger sister which is funny <laughs> but i would say the biggest thing and going off what Ali said is don't try and fit into those stereotypes. Be your own person, be yourself. And like for me, I would say, yes, like I'm a black male, but I identify as more than that. Like there's things that are unique about me that are different than other people, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to view other people the same way. Basically, what am I saying here? I don't know what I'm <laughs> saying anymore. Basically what I'm saying is be yourself and be true to who you, be true to who you are. And they'll appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate. They'll appreciate that. And when you look at other people the same way, don't just look at them and think of the stereotypes that come along with right. that. Right. Think about who they actually are and get to know that person for what they can become mm-hmm. as well. You know, you've mentioned developing a lot in this podcast, which is really cool. I think a big thing is developing as a person and developing how you see other people as well. Mm-hmm. We had perspectives earlier, and I think a big thing is finding other people's perspectives and seeing how you can match and even like empathize with their perspective mm-hmm. because their perspective will always be different than yours. And when it comes to dating, if you're not looking at other people's perspectives and how they see the world, I think you're going to fail. Very good. I don't yeah. think you're going to succeed if you're not, you know, looking at how other people see the world. So I, I agree with that. I, I kind of have a wrap-up question here. Yeah, we're, do. we're getting to the time. So you're all leaving here soon. Do you feel pressure that you're leaving here and you don't have a spouse or you don't have a significant other? <laughs> no. Are, are you afraid to Dana, go Dana's no. back no. to Texas or to Virginia or wherever it is and be I'm ready single? To leave. <laughs> if I went so, back to New York with a spouse, everyone that I grew up with, like went to middle and high school with, would be like, girl, why? <laughs> like it, I, I don't know. I think personally like the culture that I come from like just my family and how I grew up my mom was always like you can get she was like get your degree first set your career first you can get a man later it doesn't matter you know Mm -hmm. she was like I want you to be successful and be your own person rather than focusing on your what your relation is to someone else like oh you need to be a wife you need to be a mother she's like be your own person first and get that and so I'm really grateful that I grew up with that because as much as people in Provo and BYU want to press you oh you need to date you need to get married I'm like I am living my best life Mm, being single and discovering who I am and studying my major studying what I'm passionate about like growing and like honestly it's kind of nice because now like personally someone who wants to go to med school like I don't know where I'm going to end up for med school I don't know where I'm going to end up for residency and not having a spouse to worry about means that like 
I can go wherever I want. If I want to go to med school in the Caribbean or in Europe, I can do that. I don't have to worry about, yeah, oh, like what job, Man, I was gonna say, <laughs> what job is he going to get, you know, wow. like there. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I don't know. That's just me personally, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of along the same lines as Dane here. I I've just seen so many of my friends get in relationships and get married. And sometimes I feel like a little left out just because like i don't know i just kind of want attention sometimes but <laughs> honestly i've been blessed with just this ability to just not give two f's like i <laughs> like i see people getting married and i'm like good for you like i really just have no desire to be married at this time i have so much growing to do mm-hmm. i need to get my career together my majors together just the little things that I have so many other things to worry about and I think it's fine if you graduate from college if you graduate from BYU without a spouse it's Mm -hmm. you know supposed to be for getting your education not getting married right I'm here for more than my MRS degree (laughs) (laughs) and I honestly think one of the main problems about uh, why relationships split sometimes is because people grow apart and I think when you are in a relationship super young with someone or get married super young there's a huge chance of you growing apart right Mm -hmm. but if you grow up first and if you know who you are and you're able to you know build your career build who you are personally it may be harder to connect with someone who's already grown with themselves but then once you learn how to grow together there's no other way to grow but together and right. it's mm-hmm. much harder to grow apart so wise uh, yeah. wow sorry i talk too much but i just wanted to kind of you just like what you said just made me think of something just kind of dump jumping into my major a little bit like you talk about like the different like lobes of the brain and your frontal lobe is what is responsible for decision making for logic and reasoning and all these things and it's not fully developed until you're 25 mm-hmm. and i know people are like oh that doesn't really mean thing i promise you it does <laughs> i promise you it does because when I first moved to college, I was like, I moved across the country for my family. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm living on my own. I'm such an adult. Da, da, da. And looking back on myself, I'm like, girl, you are an idiot. That's what you are. <laughs> like, the more you like, I want to give whoever I end up, if I end up married, I want to give that person the best of me. And I don't think I'm going to be giving them the best of me when I'm 20 or 21 and still figuring things out rather than when I'm 25. And I have the ability to make fully informed and like fully developed decisions, you know? Mm-hmm. Dana, I'm mm-hmm. proof that the brain doesn't even develop at 60. So. <laughs> so, Laura, you were going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, like, it's along the same lines. Like, I've got a lot of things that I want to do that, like, I'm not, like, laser focused on finding a husband. Like, if he comes mm-hmm. along, great. Like, that's right. fine. Like, we can do stuff together. Perfect. Right. We'll go traveling together. But if not, I got things that I want to do, and I want to be able to graduate and get my degree. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you, you said exactly what we've said on this show. It, it'll happen when it happens. There's no reason to push it just for the sake of pushing it. So, mm-hmm. all right, wrap us up here. Bring us home. Man, I just, I agree. I don't, there's nothing more to say. There's nothing more to say. <laughs> all right, let's just end it right there. We're done. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, I believe it's God's timing and it's God's will. So, like, whatever, when it happens, it will happen, right? I'm not too focused or too pressured to get married right now or find my spouse right now. Wow. For me, like, I already, mm-hmm. before coming to college, I already felt like I was going to get married in college. I felt like it would be, like, it would happen after. But I have a friend, like my best friend just got married and had his first kid and he's 22. <laughs> and like, we live two like completely different lives but we're best friends, yeah. you know? So very good. When it happens, it happens. So, mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, this was amazing. Yes. What, a, what an amazing group of young people. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Bob? It was. Yeah. Great. 
Uh, very good insights. And uh, don't you wish, though, along your journey here, that you just had an opportunity to connect with people and make more friends? Wouldn't well, that make college, oh, your yeah. college experience more fun Absolutely. if oh, you definitely. could just, and see, and that's, that's why we're here on this podcast. That's why Tom <laughs> yeah. and I uh, devote all this time yeah. is, is just because making friends is its own reward. And if we take the dating stigma of finding a wife and you know, finding a husband yeah, out of that and we just say, just go out and have a conversation with somebody and make a friend with someone and, and your, you'll, your happiness will be derived from just doing that. And so... That's our mission, and I think we, we got some really good insights. We have here. some great comments today. And yes. look, you're going to see these guys' great comments on Instagram. Did you guys know that? <laughs> you will be hosted on our Instagram site. So, so, so if you want to date these people. <laughs> oh my God. So, well, you know. You, I leave me. in August. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry. I'm here for two and a half years. So, you got <laughs> so well, you can see you can find us on Instagram at the It's Just Dinner podcast, and also we're on TikTok. You guys might show up on TikTok oh, too. Yeah. Believe that. Oh, wow. so, well, just, just the the thirty second version. Just the, the thirty show. second clip. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys said so many amazing things to say. I just you, we're going to have so many things to put up online so yes. other people can can hear what you have to say. Also, keep sending in those fun and interesting and bad date stories. Bob loves to read right. those. <laughs> are, those are our favorite episodes. They, uh, the It's Just Dinner podcast at gmail so, well, Bob, thanks for thank being here. Thank you again. It was my You pleasure. guys, thank you one more time for being here. You're an amazing guest, yeah. and I appreciate it. Sophia, thank you for running our board today. And listen, everybody, just have fun out there, will you? been listening to the it's just dinner podcast produced edited mixed and recorded by some guy named glenn tom and bob's wardrobe provided by savers and deseret industries special thanks to sandy robinson and michelle waltz for putting up with these two be sure to tune in to new episodes every friday for more dating tips and tricks bon appetit